Hey, it's PG Newser, a pretty good newser for the world, and this is P PG Gordy. That's me. This is PG Newser, 40 headlines, less than 20 minutes over breakfast, daily, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Order up, butter grits, bacon, two scrambled eggs, coffee with sugar, no cream. Ah, that's my order. What are you having for breakfast? It's May 1st, 2019. This is P.G. Gordy. You go on and eat your breakfast. You eat. I'll talk. I'll give you the what's what for today on P.G. Newser. So the P.G. Diner breakfast is open. I know it says closed, but it's open. So our top story. Well, we're going to get to that in a second here. We're going to get to the first segment. How about we do that? Newsfire. P.G. Gordy takes the news fires of the day and sets them on fire. Yeah, that's right. I say I take the fire and set it on fire. Yeah, I do that. That's what we're doing. We're doing that right here and right now. And for those watching the video, you see all those links above there. That's a lot of stories that didn't even make the show. Our feature, the on-again, off-again coup of Venezuela, the latest. So in preparation for the show, I waited as long as I could to sit down to write about the current state of affairs with the is it or is it ain't the coup thing in Venezuela. And here's the latest headlines that I've culled in preparation for the story. All right. These are the headlines. Now, I'm going to read just the headlines. I'm not going to read their sources. Uh, I'll name all the sources afterwards. Activists protect D.C. Venezuela embassy from U.S.-supported coup. Venezuelan opposition reps throw temper tantrums when confronted about lacking of legitimacy interventionist plans at OAS. Activists have been living in the Venezuelan embassy for two weeks. Cuban government rejects coup movement in Venezuela. Venezuela says it's confronting small groups of traitors attempting coup. Pro Guido Guaudi, I don't know how you pronounce his name, Bloc celebrates, encourages Venezuela coup attempt. The latest Venezuelan government says it is putting down coup bid. Venezuela coup, will neocons finally get their way? Basically, in essence, the situation is fluid, although if I were to hazard a guess, I'd say, right now I'd put my money on Maduro, but I'm not 100% sure of that, but uh, I'm basically with the American guy claiming he's winning in the Russia-China guy. That's kind of how I think of these guys. Uh, claiming these uh, wannabe coup guys, they ain't crap. And uh, they're pretty much done already. I mean, that, that, that's what Maduro's doing here. And uh, Guido's like, yo, man, he's on the ropes. And perhaps tomorrow we'll have a more conclusive conclusion. Or another day of, nah, I got this. No, 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 I got this. So needs fire, headlines. U.S. Treasury Secretary says U.S.-China trade resolution coming soon from CNBC. Oh, uh, let me go back real quick because i got to name some of these sources here. The sources here are Counterpunch. we got Mint Press News, DCS, Presna, Latina, Reuters, RT, Herald Week, Antiwar.com. Yeah, just wanted to credit. Got to credit people, man. It's not cool when you don't credit people. Yeah, okay, so let's get to the headlines. U.S. Treasury Secretary says U.S.-China trade resolution coming soon. When asked about Treasury Secretary Steve Munchen suggesting that the White House could announce an agreement with Beijing in the next two weeks, the top Trump advisor said, I think that's fair. Someone asked me how long is the negotiation going to go, and I don't have a specific answer to that, he said at the Milken Institute Global Conference. It won't go on forever. I think at some point in any negotiation you realize, okay, we're close to getting something done, so we're going to keep on going. 
On the other hand, at some point, you just throw your hands up and say, you know, this is never going anywhere. So basically, listen, man, it's going to get done or it ain't. We're going to find out. U.S. Afghan war vet plotted to blow up white supremacist rally in revenge of Christ Church. This is from Al Jazeera. A U.S. veteran of the war in Afghanistan who prosecutors say plotted to detonate a bomb at a Los Angeles area rally causing mass casualties has been taken into custody following an FBI online sting operation, federal prosecutors said on Monday. Mark Stephen Domingo, 26, a U.S. Army infantryman who served in Afghanistan and later converted to Islam, was taken into custody on Friday after being given what he thought was a live Explosive device to use in the attack, federal prosecutors said in a written statement. Now, some critique, by the way, I do want to offer here as far as when you hear these stories of the FBI catching people in these kind of ways. Some of the critiques is that sometimes the FBI, maybe they kind of push people towards it and then they get the arrest and they get the publicity. But I don't know the details there. It's way too early to tell what's, what's going on with that. Uh, RIP inflation, the data point the Fed watches for inflation, just said there isn't any. That, that's from CNBC. I didn't write that headline. They did. Trump sues Deutsche Bank Capital One to block House subpoenas from St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Pentagon approves 320 more personnel to Mexico border, border from Reuters. And listen to cops frantic 911 call after fatally shooting neighbor. Yeah, that's a headline. Terrible headline. And uh, have a seat at the PD Diner and get daily email alerts at pdnewser.com slash diner because this segment was sponsored by that. Futuric headlines from the future today. SciTech and beyond Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We've got sweet meteors of death, fecal medicine. Yes, fecal medicine. Bad boy polymers and more on pdnewser.com. FQ. Now, I do want to say this uh, this segment's going to have a real Lozilla feel to it, but it's not Lozilla. But it's it just just every once in a while it happens that way. So our futuric feature is this: Sweet Meteor of Death is back in the running after a hard 2016 loss. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I remember in 2016 weighing my choice of red hot Zillas, blue chill Zillas, even some green fire Zillas when. One candidate really stood out among them all. No, it wasn't Gary Aleppo Johnson, and no, it wasn't John Hagelin of the Natural Law Party, even though I did vote for him in 2000 as a protest because the red and blue Zillas subjectively sucked. Now, I'm getting somewhere very important, but that candidate was SMOD. Say it with me, SMOD26. And if you don't know, SMOD means sweet meteor of death, hence the headline. I, I went full SMOD. And I don't regret it. And, uh, well, much like Bernie Sanders, apparently. Smod can still win. Tell the studio audience what I'm talking about, Mr. Mirror UK. Well, that's the name of the website. They wrote this part. NASA Chief Jim uh, Brindenstein has warned that a killer asteroid could smash into the Earth within our lifetime unless we do more to protect the planet. Wait, that almost sounds like, what, is the meteor taunting us? Fix the planet in the reals. Speaking at the 2019 Planetary Defense Conference in Washington yesterday, and oh, I want to attend that. The NASA administrator cautioned against the so-called giggle factor when it comes to asteroids, which I'm all about. We have to make sure that people understand this is not about Hollywood. It's not about the movies, Bernstein said. 
This is about ultimately protecting the only planet we know right now, the host to life, and that is the planet Earth. Our, our future headlines are coming right up. We gotta, gotta get ourselves away from that because I'm feeling kind of I don't know, feeling kind of guilty. He kind of shamed me. All right, Futuric Headlines. New polymer bad boy breaks the mold by conducting rather than trapping heat from Science Daily. Engineers have flipped the picture of the standard polymer insulator by fabricating thin polymer films that conduct heat, an ability normally associated with metals in experiments. They found the films, which are thinner than plastic wrap, conduct heat better than any metals, than many metals, including heat and ceramic. Fecal transplants, yes! Everybody line up for the fecal transplants. Fecal transplants may be best to answer, may be best answer to antibiotic-resistant bacteria from Science Daily. Transplanting human donor fecal microbiota into the colon of a patient infected with clostid—I don't know—it's C. diff. Okay, we're going to go with C. diff. Maybe the best treatment for those not helped by C. diff targeted antibiotics. According to an article in the Journal of American Osteopathic Association, C. diff is the most common healthcare-acquired infection in the United States. It affects nearly half a million patients each year because a recurring infection for nearly a third of them. And if untreated, it can lead to sepsis and death. Okay, so there you go. Babies get two pass. Fix the wall or be the wall. Okay? Now, just so everybody doesn't lose their whatevers. It's talking about the life of aphids. <laughs> Colonies of tiny nip nipponifaces monzeni aphids in Eastern Asia. I'm just going to say aphids in, East, in Asia. Aphids in Asia use their own young as part of a repair coup. Part repair goo. The tiny fluffs of juvenile insect sex end up dying after gushing white cloth from their bodies to repair a hole in the wall protecting the co their colony in Asian winter hazel trees. New details of this patching chemistry suggest that these doomed young aphids are a colony version of immune system cells. Man. Dang. That's wow. That's I, I could go on on that. Pole to pole survey reveals the oceans team with viruses. Discover magazine. The oceans are crawling with viruses. An international team of researchers surveyed the world's oceans from pole to pole, sampling the waters for the microorganisms, and they found nearly 200,000 of them. Ah, this new understanding of viruses may help scientists better understand how the oceans will behave under the pressure of climate change. Ahmed. Zayed, a graduate student in microbiology at the Ohio State University in Columbus, who authored in re research, said in a statement, man, I hate that sentence. Discover Magazine, and I don't like that sentence. That was too much for me. It's too too much for my tiny brain. And by the way, Ohio State, boo. Go Penn State. My biases. I, I don't know. I'm Gloria Bolger here. I don't have an opinion. Drone delivery services are actually finally almost here from Wired. Gravitational waves hint at black hole eating a neutron star from Scientific American. Sri Lanka's president lifts ban social on social media from New York Times. National Geographic, both of NASA's Voyager spacecrafts are now interstellar. Where to next? Europe's first hydrogen drone doubles flying time with AMS cylinders. The drone news. Formation of honeycomb nanostructures finally explained. This is physics.org. From BGR.com, Samsung might be working on a new phone with a wraparound display. And finally, 3D printed rocket maker Relativity signs contract with Telesat for launching LED constellation.
That's from 3Dears.org. And this segment sponsored by PGNewser.com Tips. Let's go to your newser at PGNewser.com Tips. And you know, there's the song. Let's go to tip your newser. And with that. Headlines you may have missed. Easy to miss headlines you actually don't want to miss. And that's why, that's why I cover them. Traffic flow or tariffs. No jail for rape. Turkey's hunger strike problem and more on pgnewser.com slash hm. That's headlines you may have missed, you and me. Mexico tells U.S. to open the northern flow or face tariffs. So in a new twist on the trade war front, Mexico is hinting that it might use tariffs against the U.S. in response to its claims that the U.S. actions to the border are significantly impeding northern flow and it's hurting everyone from the Mexican News Daily. The Mexican government has not been ruled out imposing new trade sanctions against the U.S. in retaliation for measures that have slowed the movement of trade goods across the border. But Foreign Trade Undersecretary Luz Marie del Mora expressed confidence such a move won't be necessary due to the dialogue between Mexico and Washington. Well, perhaps by me thinks the this might be bluster, but it does nonetheless highlight the growing tension between the U.S. and Mexico over border issues. I mean, it's also apparently some majorly debated thing in America. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard the word borders more in the last year than I have in my entire existence up to this point. And uh, a little bit more from Mexico News Daily to wrap this, this story up. Truff, truck traffic has been slowed for more than a month as the U.S. has been unable to keep up with the volume since it reassigned hundreds of border agents to handle the influx of migrants attempting to cross from Mexico. De La Mora said there are provisions in international agreements that stipulate there should be no unnecessary measures implemented that would inhibit trade. But what we want is that is this is resolved quickly through dialogue, and we believe that we can that can be achieved. All right, let's go to the top headlines. If you believe the IMF, the U.S.-China trade war might soon be ending. So the IMF seems to believe a deal is in the works that could see an end to the ongoing U.S.-China trade war. From Trend News Agency, the IMF director, Christine Lagarde, said on Monday she expects the United States and China to reach a deal to end their trade dispute, which has unnerved financial markets and cast a shadow over the global economy. Trend reported, citing Reuters, I would say, yeah, Lagarde said at the Milken Institute Global, whatever. doesn't matter where she said it. In this case, it doesn't. There you go. Cyclone Kenneth continues to devastate Mozambique. Mozambique continues to get hit with the effects of Cyclone Kenneth with the death toll now nearing 40 and expected to rise from the BBC. Mozambique requires urgent life-saving relief to deal with the destructive aftermath of Cyclone Kenneth. An aid organization has said, save the children says the humanitarian situation is significant and life-threatening and more funds are needed. The U.N. gave Mozambique and Connors Island $13 million for food, water, and repair of infrastructure. The death toll in Cyclone hit northern Mozambique is 38, but again, expected to rise. Convicted of raping teen, bus driver gets 10 years probation from NDTV. Last Thursday, Shane Pitch, a former bus driver for the school district in Waterton, New York, received his sentence. Two months earlier, the 26-year-old had pleaded guilty to third-degree rape. According to the Waterford Daily, Watertown Daily Times, Pitch had raped a 14-year-old girl who was on his bus route. But rather than land, land, I think he meant land, it says hand, he meant land, 
Land Pitch, a prison sentence. Jefferson County Judge James McCluskey gave the defendant 10 years probation and assigned him the lowest level status on New Year's sex offender registry. The judge's ruling goes against prosecutors' hopes and against the witnesses, uh, the witnesses, wishes of the witnesses' family. Wow. That, that typo threw me up, man. You know what? We're going to end this segment here. All right? We're going to the next segment, everybody. Lozilla, P.G. Gordy puts extra lols in the strange, the odd, and the weird news fires of the day at pgnewser.com slash lz. This is our feature. Wicked wasps, stolen chicken feet, beer civilization, and more at pgnewser.com slash lols. Wasp masters herd zombie spiders. So one day I was minding my own business and it felt a little, a little strange, a little strange in my web maker. So to speak, my big protruding, you know, abdomen because I'm a spider and I spin webs and holy hell, I feel odd. You know what? I feel like wasps are really the superior insect. I feel as if I should probably totally slave for them. If this happens to a spider you know, maybe even love, then your spider is the victim of zombie hacking. And the culprit, if you can't tell from the setup, is a zombie making wasp. Setting off a startling chain of events, a parasitoid wasp can form a spider to weave a special web to suspend the wasp pupa just before it finishes killing its spider host. William Eberhardt, staff scientist emeritus at the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute and... Why all these long names? Marcelo Gonzago at the Universidad Federal de Leandia in Brazil. Come on, man. Stop it. I've assembled wide-ranging evidence that zombification involves hacking existing web-spinning mechanisms by hijacking the spider's own molting hormone. Ecdysone. Yes. Ecdysone. Our Lozilla headline, 60 tons of chicken feet and cancer patient scans lands California man in jail. Boo-boo hiss on this. Well, uh, trying to, I'm trying to keep this family friend friendly. So, A Payton man is on the run after an investigation revealed he allegedly scammed a California company out of $20,000 for 60 tons of chicken feet. Okay, that's not cool. Now, here's the part where it goes a little bit beyond. And three elderly women out of hundreds of thousands of dollars one of the women was a cancer patient that said she fell in love with a man online that police later confirmed what this was the safe man. I hope they get that chicken feeder. Wow. I'm so glad chicken feet was in that. I got to say that. I got to vent a bit. Beer was the stuff of life, literally, for this ancient Peruvian civilization from Discover Magazine. 500 years before the Incan Empire reached its height in South America, a different civilization reigned the Wari. One of the Wari's claims to fame is that they were early brewers of a drink called Chicha. New evidence recently published in the journal Sustainability suggests this beer relative may have played a role in keeping Wari civilization together. Not only that, but researchers, this is the part that hurts, started to figure out their ancient beer recipe. And they recreated it. They recreated it for us to taste. I'm assuming by us, they mean the people at Discover Magazine, not the guy reading this. Dang it. If it doesn't stink, you might be dying. Yeah. Think about it. Well, it'll make sense in a second here. Mirror UK. Older people with a poor sense of smell are up to 50% more likely to die in the next 10 years, warns a new study. 
Their findings, published in the journal Annals of Internal Medicine, <laughs> show that compared with older adults with a good sense of smell, those with poor smell were at 46% higher risk for deaths at 10 years and 30% at 13 years. So listen, man, if you can't smell, check that out. Rescuing eggs from dead sharks yields live sharks hope for endangered species. A little bit of hope here. Come on. Oh, and this is from The Guardian. All this work has culminated in our recent publication of a paper in the Journal of Ocean and Coastal Management dealing the, detailing the project. To date, a total of 689 egg cases have been recovered from dead sharks at the market. Of these, 278 have developed and hatched out successfully, and with 237, South Canicola and 41 other ones back into the wild. Hey, hey, they left sharks back in the wild. So they took the sharkies, the, 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 the eggs and the dead sharks. They did stuff, and then they left them back in the ocean. Those are zombie sharks. They're coming back. You guys. All right. Have a seat at the PG Diner and get daily email alerts at pgnewser.com slash diner. That's the sponsor for this segment. And now here we are. It's Pozilla time. Who ordered the Pozilla? You know that's not fit for human consumption, right? Yeah, we, we know, but it, it tastes like chicken. Pozilla, the best, worst, viral partisan news in the USA at pgnewser.com slash poll. So AOC is the star of the Topzilla of the day, and it's all about that fashy, that moron Pozilla at pgnewser.com slash pc. All right, Zilla, guess what? Ocasio-Cortez cuts mic on constituent challenging her totally absurd fascist take on free speech. From InfoWars, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez demonstrated the old adage, action speaks louder than words at a recent town hall. You know, this does not have my words on it, and I am not appreciative of that. Uh, uh, the constituent question the socialist fascist perspective on free speech and video of the sparsely attended event. By the way, this is from InfoWars I'm reading here. In Queens, featured a small crowd and a line of speakers waiting to address Cortez. Blah, blah. Uh, listen, here's the, here's, the, here's the crux of it. Okay. The crux seems to be that AOC might possibly define incitement to violence more broadly than our hero does. So, well, leave you zealous to fight over those table scraps they they get the win anyway, Infowars that is, because the video hits the Lesillas with their own favorite bludgeoning tool, fascist. But, listen, it failed to deliver on the Zilla's promise. So, so I, I, I just want to say, when I highlight stories, I try to find the most salient point, and I really had a hard time finding that point. A point that really like matched the, the headline. It was really hard. It was, it was, it was much like the left Wazilla was, was Winner from yesterday, the headline did not get fulfilled by the story. So our last two Zilla winners, they kind of, they failed to deliver on the Zilla. I'm just going to say, we, we need some better Zillas from you guys. We need some, some follow-ups. Our left Zilla, Trump admin was surveilling last year's family separation protest, internal documents reveal from Daily Coast. So once again, we have a Zilla that fails to fully deliver. The headline sounds scandalous enough, so much so that Daily Coast gets the OPPO of the day, but outside of the choir room, this song will sing flatter than pancakes being sucked into a black hole. And I guess anything stuffed into a black hole will tend to be you know, ultimate flattered, so to speak. So do let me get back on point, because that's what you pay for. This little ditty reveals that shock. Government spies on protests. 
and they hire private companies to do this work sometimes. Still, I mean, not, not that I think it's cool that they do that. I'm just saying. Still, if you're a leftyzilla, I understand why this would be like someone metaphorically spilling vegetables in your ice cream, unless you're into that sort of thing. No judgment. Let's uh, let the winner, Daily Coast, shock us with their Zilla. So, Daily Coast, government documents obtained by a coalition of immigrant rights groups under the Freedom of Information Act show that the Trump administration was using a private cyber security company to monitor the hundreds of nationwide protests last year organized by Americans outraged over its family separation policy, adding to the disturbing pattern of surveillance and targeting of critics under the Trump administration. The documents include a list disseminated by Homeland Security's Office on Intelligence and Analysis. More than 600 protests that took place in June 2018 when public horror at children being systematic. There you go. Now there's a little zills there. There you go. Uh, being systematically ripped from their parents became widespread, the American Immigration Council said. Dude, they beat you guys. They outzilled you in your own story. I'm going to end it there. But this segment sponsored by pgnewser.com slash tips. Let's go to dip your newser at pgnewser.com slash tips. Good morning. We'll see you tomorrow at the PGN Diner for breakfast at pgnewser.com.